I'm still here. <laughs> what are you I'm waiting for? Still waiting. Waiting for me sound effect. It came at the <laughs> Christian's one. Come on, Elmo. Hey! <laughs> Oh, that was... Wow. Slick chicanery from the boys there. I thought I was going to hear a boy yo yoing You told me there was a boy yo 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 yoing No, I didn't say boy yo yoing I said there was a bit of a spring at the end. That's what, what... What? There was a bit of a spring. What? I might hear birds tweeting and... This is you. That's not a spring. That's a woo. Well, semantics. Ladies and gentlemen. Communication Look. is key in a relationship. That's yeah. something that we can all be very, very clear on. We have none of that. Anyway, welcome to episode two of In the Doghouse. I'm Christian. We've got Simon. We've got Tom. Tom is in the United States of America. Simon is in Western Supermare. And wow. I am in South Oxon, South Oxfordshire, uh, still in tier two, for those of you that are following the COVID updates. Uh, well, I'm the big question is for no particular reason other than I can do this. And it makes me look like I'm cross-eyed. And then my ooh, my lens does something weird. Very bizarre. Anyway, we've only got 30 minutes because um, my partner, Susan, needs me to go and decorate the tree, which I don't really want to do. And we're only really allowed 30 minutes anyway to be in. And decorate the tree is an analogy for something else. Maybe. But I think <laughs> in this instance, it is decorating the tree. To, to bespangle the Christmas bush. Exactly. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> Um, hey, to sidetrack us before we even start, sound effect facts. Ooh. These are really cool, and it's Christmassy too. Before we started, Mr. Duffield uh, did a rather impressive burp. Here's the thing. The technical term for burp is an eruption, Oh, which is a word of the week. But yes. have you got the sa- that effect queued up? No, you don't. <laughs> and secondly, here's a great fact about a burp. You know, in the movie Elf, starring Will Ferrell, there yeah. is this section where he eats his food and then just goes, and does this massive burp. Yeah. Fun fact, he is not the person who burped at that point. It was mm-hmm. actually dubbed After Effect by a re- but it was a real burp by the, sa- by the um, voiceover legend Maurice LaMarche, mm-hmm. who was the voice, amongst many other things, of the brain in The Pinky in the Brain. What are we- uh, tonight we're going to take over the world. Oh, yes. Right. I remember being burp. Yeah. Yeah. Famous burper. How great is that on your show, Real? I burped for Will Ferrell in Elf. There you go. What is, you know, the whoopee cushions, talking of sound effects, whoopee cushions have got, <laughs> it's, it says what they what they do, and it says on there, it doesn't say it makes a fart sound. It's an odd, what does it say? Making whoopee. No, no, no. Oh, no. There's something like a poot. A poot? A, it is. It's a weird <laughs> thing, isn't it's it? It's a weird I thing. Know if we can remember by the end of the show, yeah, and that will or what it what it says on a whoopee cushion cushion. Yes, yeah, it's something not a trouser cough. It's something like a, a weird. Yeah, it's like a poot or a parp or a poot. I think it's poot. No, I, don't I think it is. no. I, I just said poot, but I think I'm wrong. Two words. Hey, on the same fact. Now looking back on it, right? Because with our with our current presidential um, situation, obviously we've got a new one coming in. Thank for uh, very happily. Um, well, I've got it. But <laughs> don't, he's, it? He go, he's Googled it. That's Hang on. Fine. But think about <laughs> actually how awesome it was that we once had a US president who referred to terrifying, terrifying person, Vladimir Putin, as Pootie. Did he? 
Pootie. Yeah, you used to call him Pootie. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I, I had talks with Pootie. Can I tell you what it is? Maybe the whoopee cushion was invented in the United States of America, in New York, because it says... <laughs> when I, know anyone... what it is, I know what it is. Yes, Google, 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 Google. Hang on, hang on. It's, finish off the rest of the sentence then. I hope you get this right, because this is a massive build no, I know. I'm, I'm going to get, get it wrong. It. I'm going to get it. I know what it is. When it. anyone sits down, it emits a real... Bronx cheer. Yes! Bronx cheer. <laughs> Made in China, as it turns out. So that's... Uh... Oh, and so in further distractions, before we get onto any kind of topic, um, I actually have a, I do have a good question. I, I need to ask it now because I'll forget it. Because I forget Go for it. it. Um, I am master of ceremonies for a concert that I'm co-producing and all of this stuff, which the you boys know about. Maybe some of our audience do, some of our audience don't. But it's a big, it's big in a way concert. It's the biggest it can be with all the COVID precautions. But here's the thing. I want to do some fun stuff. It's a drive-in, so I want to do some fun stuff with people in their car horns. I was set, uh, What I wanted to do was part of it. I wanted to do a little game where I try to get everybody to do what I used to call a Mexican wave yeah. with their car horns. Yeah. Is it is it insensitive for me to call it a Mexican wave? Serious question. Because you might think it's racialist. No. Yeah. Is it? I, is it? I, no. Uh, I, I'm, I think it's it's like saying a. Chinese food. I don't think it's any different from doing that. It's a, it's, it's, it's a description of something that has been given a name. Did it originate? And this is this where it comes from? Does it come from the original World Mexican World Cup? Is that yes. where it originated? Yes, I think it did. Oh, the Mexican oh, World Cup. Yeah, nineteen ninety. I think that was, wasn't it? Was it? No, could not, be. Ladies and gentlemen, that this is a first. Now I know we're only on episode two of Doghouse, but we've we've recorded many many shows together before. This is the first time we have approached the topic sensitively, smartly, and also that Christian Billet has provided a really good answer and solved the question. Maybe years of doing this malarkey. Maybe. I want that. <laughs> I need glitter. I think you need to come into that every show, Christian. Please, glitter. <laughs> I just need to appear. <laughs> what we need, what we need, is something on the camera to have like glitter curtain or something coming down. Yes, like flutterfetti or or like flutter-fetti. a tape parade. No. Nice. <laughs> well, well, we've seen we've seen how slick our special effects and things are. So uh, maybe, Christian, maybe you just buy a party streamer. I'll do that. Maybe just a. Like that, one of them. And probably make that sound. The Mexico World Cup, for those of you sitting there waiting. So when was it? It was 1986. Ah. Oh, goodness. Hey, if we swap roles. Hey, that'd be good for a future episode. The next week's roles. Would be swap roles. That's never going to happen. Hey, Simon. This won't happen on next week's show. Yeah! Nope. No, it will not. Right. I'm going to move well, things on swiftly um, yes. and get on to the news to start us off. The Week Report with news, views, and screws. I did have a screw in my pocket at the time. <laughs> I haven't got one now. That would have been funny had I produced one at that point. But I don't have a screw that in my pocket. That would have been funny. I think it's even funnier that that was important enough for you to tell us. There's I no screw, screw but pocket. I have a nut in my pocket. Hey! hey. <laughs> so, 
I've only got one thing to say about the news this week, and that is that uh, do we think that the in in the UK, as uh, for those listeners who are in the UK, we are during Christmas we have a little respite from the tears that we're under, and yeah. we have this thing where we can mix up to three families, <sighs> but the government uh, have been advised and there's been a lot of pressure from the scientific community mm-hmm. to say that we shouldn't do that because of what happened in America when yep. they had Thanksgiving, apparently it caused a huge upsurge in deaths. So, but what they've now said is that people should avoid traveling outside their areas and keep the Christmas. When they're not going to tell us not to do it. They're going to keep it to a minimum. So is that allowing people to make their own wise decisions or is that the government absconding themselves from responsibility? Well, they can't um, enforce it. That's the problem. So I don't think there's time to make it law. That's my view on it. So- I, would, I would just like to draw this to the most important part of uh, Simon's statement, which is the thought of the scientific community pressurising anyone. I just can just imagine this little group, this group of weedy little thin guys in lab coats and glasses going, Lots of beakers. But like walking as a little West Side Story street gang. Tapping their can't go out because you get COVID. Nice. So we're gonna answer this question. No. No, it's obvious it's it's obvious they're making it up as they go along. They change the rules. They don't follow their own advice. They're flipping course all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm the first person. There's two adages in, in politics that I disagree with hugely. Number one is you can't change your mind on it. That's just flip-flopping. Well, no, if you get new data, it changes your, it can change your opinion. And that's why you'd have debates in the House of Commons. Yeah. If, if you can't, if no one's going to change their opinion, why talk? I don't understand why they bother because no one has ever changed the opinion of the opposing side. Mm. So it's, absolutely pointless so that's number one but here's the second thing everybody's like well the politician oh i want to know what they think and i want to know who they're well actually i kind of want somebody who's going to go oh so 60 percent of the country want this okay if that's, what if that's what the majority of people want that's what the majority of my district of my surgery want that's what i'm going to do it doesn't matter whether i'm personally pro cheese tax if all of my constituents or the majority are anti-cheese tax. Thing is, not only do the politicians not really know what they're doing, neither does anybody else. That's the problem. And Here's so- a controversial comment then. Do, if, we, if we go by public opinion, right? We so in the, past, in the past, okay, you know, distant past, it was only the lords and the ladies that could vote on what was happening. Then they allowed men to do it. Then they allowed women to do it. Now, everybody can vote if you're over the age of 18. Fine. But is there not an argument? I'm going to be ultra controversial here. And is there not a thought about people's level of understanding of things? (laughs) That's diplomatically put. That's that's not that's not that. I agree with that. Go on. Keep going. (laughs) I'm not saying I believe this. What I'm saying, I'm asking the question. It has recent events not shown that certain people, certain sections of society who don't necessarily understand or research the full picture, are they as entitled to an opinion as those that do understand the full picture? 
Well, that's I think that's the problem, isn't it? So that's why you need to stick your um, uh, flag in the sand and for someone to make a decision. Uh, and it's and unfortunately or fortunately, it's got to be those that we've elected. That's that's sort of the point. But, um, here's, but here's here's the follow up to that controversial um, statement by Simon. I'm going to say question. I'm oh, sorry. All right. Controversial. <laughs> controversial. No, I think you're right. I don't think that's contra- anything controversial about that at all. Well, it is because then you're t- saying you're you're creating a limit on the demo the the demos concept of one man one person. There are people who are right, but there are people who are wrong. And no, I I think there are people who are wise and there are people who are unwise. But, <laughs> here, but, but here is the argument that would support it, but from a very egalitarian point of view, then it makes you go, okay, well, if everybody has a vote then surely we have to do everything we can to actually inform everybody and also make sure everybody's education is of the highest level. Because at the minute, in every country, in every Western country there is pretty much, there is a huge disparity between the highest level of education and the lowest. So if you're going to start to say, well, everybody's got to vote, well, then surely that incentivizes bringing up the, the lower levels of education to the higher levels of education. You would have thought so that's one that. of the big problems. But I think one of the big, big issues has been is that it's like the Brexit vote, any other, any kind of referendum or vote or anything is, seems to me now, I don't know whether it was different back in the day. I, I seem to think it was, that you used to get a lot of facts. Now we seem to just get sound bites and, and headlines and people don't look, seem to look beyond that because inherently people are lazy. It's not yeah. because they haven't got the capacity to understand. It's because they can't be asked to understand. I think people have too many sources to get their information from. So whereas <laughs> back in the day, you had one source, which was, let's say, the BBC and the Queen. Uh, now we have multiple sources, and I think that's well, the problem. The, the reality of it is, and we're facing it far more um, blatantly in the US, is that there is now no level um, impartiality protections were taken away. And I think anything calling itself news has to be completely liable to fact check and lawsuit if they are not actually stating facts. I think opinion channels should be completely separated. In the US, US it's obvious that that's the case, but it won't happen. In the UK, it's less so the case, but it's not mm. far off. No newspaper should be able to um, lump in their opinion and not have it very, very plainly labelled as opinion as opposed to news. Because that, in theory, is a difference, right, between the UK and the States. I was watching this on YouTube, but I didn't realise it. The US is just 10 years ahead in partisanship. Right, yeah. Not far off. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. The US does everything a bit bit further on. Hey! Hey! There we go. So what we're saying is, one man, one vote, and that man is Simon. Good stuff. <laughs> you decide for all of us, Simon. Thank Excellent. you. Moving on. I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. 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 Nice. Right. Glad we got there. Now let's move on. Oh, do finally justification minute. Minute. Now I've got a justification to start us off. Go on then. I have bought two now of these, and I'll show you what it is first. Ooh. And that goes along with... And Summers sells those, don't they? Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I thought I'd buy one. I bought one for one bike. And then you can get for cars. You can get for... Your Spanish bike. friend. <laughs> one bike. <laughs> that one was a mildly racist comment. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so... 
this is this is going to be difficult to justify because you can keep your phone in your pocket. So when you're riding along, the quad lock thing allows you to very securely fix it to your mountain bike. So you can go. I've I tried it on really rough terrain. It doesn't move. It's it's absolutely secure. And you've got a thing called a poncho that goes over the top. It's like a latex rubber. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top to keep it safe, so that even if you fall off your bike and it hits the ground, it hopefully still will be all right. Keeps the rain off it and what have you. So I bought this. Special so guest star, Pancho Latex. But he's he's the brother of the other guy, of Juan. <laughs> One bike, brother-in-law. One bike's brother-in-law. Juan, Jose, and Jose B. Play the jingle again, Simon. <laughs> but as listeners to the show, you are just as guilty as the creators and therefore are racist yourselves. Racists. Oh, hello. Hello. He's getting key. So, so, so are you going to be riding your bike on the rough terrain with that? I am. That's that's cruising for a bruising. What do you normally do with your phone when you go riding? In my pocket. I've got like a media pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is very, this case is very robust. Robusto. Robusto, but it also works <laughs> wirelessly. Robusto. That is the inca- oh, incontinentosh. And incontinentosh. Hey, I'm going to say that that leads us on nicely to a topic that I that I um oh no it doesn't we did it at the start of the show. Gosh, my brain. <laughs> What is it? Let's pretend we haven't done it. Let's I was talking about. So I'm I'm emceeing a concert. I was going to talk about the Mexican wave because we. Oh yes, the, yes. The we Mexican talked about wave. that. Is it? We've already done it. Did, did you know it originated from the 1986 Mexican <laughs> Football World Cup? I think no, I could cut out the first bit and just do this bit. We'd look really educated. <laughs> Hello. Hey, now uh, so. Um, I would very much like to get into. Uh, if we, can we have a? Is it, have we got time for a quick culture report? If you've got one, it's the culture oh, no, report. Quick, sorry, I'm wrong. Wrong collection. I'm wrong. He, he didn't miss a beat. Who, who played that? Yeah, that's Simon. That was very duffles quick. On, duffles on the dials. That was that's very good. good. Duffles on the dials. Yeah, another um, one. Another one. Go, I think. I think it's about time to go in the shed. In the shed. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Men in the shed. Very nice. Um, I have a question to pose all of you, and I think it's a really useful one today. Let's do it. Uh, what with what with certain seasonal holidays being around the corner, of course, one of them just we just missed one with uh, Hanukkah. But um, this is the question that all the males. What? Nothing. What now? Go on. Go on now. Then pretend I've said nothing. No, it's nothing. Not me, it's my child. I try to pretend you've said nothing all the time, and it never works. Keep going. Um, it's a sense of humour. Um, what I have as a question for you all is: we need a gift buying guide for our for our partners. Oh yes, we do. I bought one present. <laughs> now, come, well, hang on. One. Set the criteria. <laughs> Can we talk about what we've already bought? Is this ep- this episode's going out before Christmas, right? Yes. Yeah, we go out. Is Wednesday. it? Yes, we go out when. Well, it should go out Thursday, Christmas Eve. This will go. It's, it's Christmas Eve now. Oh no, we'll do another. Well, no, we'll do a Christmas special between now and then. And hopes are high. 
We'll do a proper Christmas. I get a Christmas pie. Anyway, some Christmas pie. Anyway, anyway, what's the question? What have you bought? Mayor. There's a genuine genuine question. So, what have you got for your for your dear partner? And is there a guide? Or, you know, how can we help any of our male listeners and viewers, of which we have quite a few? And also, how can we help our female viewers and listeners buy gifts for us? Ooh, nice. Us being males in general. Males in general, yeah. No, ah, just for us. Just every, for us. Every, all, the, all our female <laughs> viewers and listeners should be buying gifts for us. I think it's easier for women to buy presents for men, because men normally have a hobby that you can buy for. That's true. Actually, that is. Do you know? It, it seems like a cliche. I was about to say, oh, that's a bit of a cliche. But you are right. We are sort of hobbyists right. as, a, as a as a as a sex yeah. as a gender. We are hobbyists. Yes. Not think women have hobbies then. Well, I, I no, I don't think they do. I think they go to the gym and they do sporty things. And but I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I want to say that. <laughs> I go shopping. They go shopping and they do their nails. Is is cleaning a hobby? <laughs> credit you had from your earlier part of the show i'm not wrong though i'm not wrong (laughs) what hobbies what hobby well this is case in fact what hobby does emma have i don't say running and keeping fit because that's not a hobby is it not no that's not a hobby that's just keeping fit what hobby would i say emma has exactly My, my point is proven tom connie has she got a hobby yeah what Yoga. That's not a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's a way of life. That's not. That's not a hobby. I, uh, Christian's shoveling as as quick I'm not, as I'm right. You know, you know I'm right. And everyone, everyone who's watching this is going, "Oh, it's close to the bone." But no, I'm you right. don't think yoga. Yo, you don't think yoga's a hobby. I don't think that's a hobby. No, I think that's a, a way to keep fit. I wouldn't say that's a hobby. What about meditation then? No, I wouldn't say that's a hobby. Oh, that, that's not a hobby. Pastime, lifestyle no. choice. No, a hobby is something that you physically do, like strangle people. Exactly. Like that. All right, all right. Let's let's follow along that route then. So, what would what hobbies do men have that women do not? What what hobby do you have then, Christian? The hobby of pretending his stream is frozen, so he doesn't. I, I've had many from. hobbies over the years. Well, my hobby now is barbecuing. How often have you barbecued? <laughs> well, I, have, I haven't yet, but that's not the point. That's, <laughs> that's coming up. His hobby is buying barbecue gear now. Buying barbecue gear, which is currently my hobby for when I barbecue. I think your hobby has always been purchasing leisure. He used to purchase, his hobby was purchasing exercise DVDs. Yeah. Then he would purchase exercise and buy cycling gear. Yeah. Then he'd set, he decided his hobby was buying studio gear to set up a recording studio. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> your hobby is purchasing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that's an addiction more than a hobby. Could be. But well, what, hobby, what hobby. I mean, I mean, mountain biking is a hobby. I'll give you that. Oh, no, it's not. It's exercise, just exercise. like yoga. Yeah, that, that would equate with yoga, though, would it not? Well, I, I maybe, maybe I miss this an interesting question. So maybe my association of a hobby is if you've got some kind of tool that, that is part of your hobby. 
I no, you see, I see a mountain biking is my hobby. No, it is your hobby. It's my passion. You know, it's the thing yeah. I do outside of work. Yeah. But I would argue then that somebody who does yoga or somebody who does running, if they're very into it and they, they do events, they go away and do stuff. Ah, no, if they do like, events, yeah, that's different. So if they make it part of their life as a yeah. as a thing, I yeah. think that can equally be a hobby. Yeah. So, so I think I, I'll tell you what I what I'm kind of gleaning from this conversation because I, I I'll sort of I think Christian, you may have may have sort of half hit the nail on the head. Maybe women or females are or are less prone to have hobbies, but I think also men are now less prone to have hobbies because the 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 idea of a hobby tended to be i get what you're saying christine it tends to be a little fiddly like building ships or collecting stamps it tends to be something that is a pursuit for its own for its own worth not with any other aim or goal in mind but is that more to do with the fact that people now tend to work a lot more in things that they enjoy whereas they used to work either a nine to five or a factory job where you'd do you'd go to work you'd do your job but then you'd do something enjoyable when you got home I do have I think, a definition here if this helps our yeah. argument. All right, come on. Have we? Have we? Are we even in the same like day that we started this uh, this 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 uh, show today? This seems like it's been a really it's been great, but it's, it's been a really long show. Well, I, I like How the second. I like thing? the second explanation for a hobby, and I'll read that one first, which is a, small, <laughs> a, a small horse or pony. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so, how do you define a hobby? Um, Google in its wisdom says a hobby is considered to be a regular activity that is done for enjoyment, typically during one's leisure time, not professionally and not for pay. Hobbies include collecting themed items and objects, engaging in creative and artistic pursuits, playing sports or pursuing other amusements. Uh, So that would come under all of those things then. Mm. Excellent. I think, yeah. Well, that that solved that. But that was that topic. So, so actually, no, that was that was interesting. We kind of came a bit of a circle on that. I really yeah, did think good. you were digging a hole, Christian. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. I think I just think we're less of a hobby society now because I think we have less time. I think, think about the really- hours most people work now are significantly longer and harder than they were before. Mainly because income across the board, unless you are in the very top brackets, has dropped so drastically compared to. Um, the cost I, I had more hobbies when I was younger, definitely, definitely. I, I had loads of hobbies when I was younger. But you're, but you, you see, you because you are slightly less encumbered by uh, family members than Mr. Duffel and I. Um, I think you still are a hobbyist. Like you know, you've 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 gone. Oh, I quite like the sound of this barbecue smoker laugh. Yes, I'm going to be. I'll, the I'll spend an inordinate amount of money on it, and I'll tinker with it. Exactly. You, you tinker with things. You put up your Another own. Tinker. You know, you, you do are a, a lot of your handymanning stuff. You are a tinkerer and you've given yourself the lifestyle time to do it. Whereas Simon yeah. and I, I mean, me, I, I mean, uh, right now, I have no time for virtually anything that's not work related. Simon has a little bit more because his kids are a little older. But I think I think there's a real dearth of free time for people. There's so a good maybe, word, a dearth. dearth. Yeah. Dearth. And we're out of time, folks. Are we? We know we've got another five minutes. Have we? Have we? No, I don't think so. Are we doing a 30 minute? Sorry? Are we doing a 30 minute? Well, we can do. We've probably got another five, three minutes then. Three right, minutes. Overtime, overtime into overtime and sudden death. Have we got anything for the final three minutes? We'll think of something magical. Yes. What have we got? Play some, play some random intro and we'll make something up. 
They were street smart, fish out of water, in a world they never made. They were the wrong guys, in the right place, at the wrong time. But when the chips were down, they ate them. Which is, in, incidentally, yeah. is what I'm about to do. Because Emma's been chips. to the chippy. Oh. <laughs> so I really I've, want fish and chips now. I've got a rack of ribs ready for me with oh. barbecue sauce, which I'm going to have because I've been on a long walk this morning. Well, there we are. Oh, fish and chips now. Oh. 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 Everybody round to Duffles. Oh. Big bags of chips. Come on. Can she gets us a battered hey, sausage. Come on round. We've learned a lot in the show today. Three things we've learned. We've learned when the Mexican World Cup was, where the Mexican wave originated from. Yes. Uh, we've learned that we're inherently sexist. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we understand what a good chip looks like. Yes. Mm. There we go. So don't say we don't give you anything, folks. That was just for all of you. Off the cuff, ad-libbed. I know it seems as though we'd rehearsed this, uh, but, but trust us, we did not. Drops so, of gold. Drops of gold. So now all that's left is the playout music. What, what, what are we doing, Simon? What are we doing, Simon? What's coming up? Ron, you can rap for this. <laughs> yeah. So all that's left to do, everyone, thanks very much for listening. you just got to <laughs> like and subscribe, smash that like and subscribe button, press the bell button so you're notified when we come in, so to speak, uh, and uh, look out for our Christmas special that's coming up that we will plan it will be good there will be a quiz we will dress up it might be live it might not be but we'll go from there but have a great week there'll be a song and don't forget if you want to ask us any questions let us know let us know your questions take care folks have a good week